Hey, Yes Girl listeners, it's Corey. And you know what? This song best capsulates what I'm feeling right now. This is for Yolanda and Charlie. Yes, that's right, people. Charlie Penn, Yolanda Sanguini are out. Charlie is representing Essence down at Essence Festival. She's getting us ready down there in NOLA. And Yolanda has gone home. She's gone to the real Wakanda, Joburg, South Africa. We all know Wakanda is not real, but Wakanda is real. But that's where Yolanda is. So I miss you girls, and I will just hold it down very quickly. We have a great episode for you today. We all got a chance to talk to, and I just got to say it again, Tyler motherfucking Perry. I mean, Tyler Perry, yes, Black Panther is still holding its reign as the number one film in the world, but Tyler Perry was doing this from jump. And as we'll, you'll hear in our conversation, parts of Black Panther were shot on the Tyler Perry Studios lot. He didn't even know. Tyler Perry's making that much money. He didn't even know that it was being shot. He woke up and said, oh, what's Chadwick Boseman doing here? That's how you make money, y'all. Real money. You make money while you sleep. Speaking of money, he talked about generational wealth. He also opened about his son. And, of course, he's in town talking about acrimony because, of course, Tyler Perry is a filmmaker. And he is giving us another great movie with Taraji P. Henson, who we all love and who's also a friend to the podcast. In addition to acrimony, he also has If Loving You Is Wrong on television right now, The Have and Have Nots, The Pains, Love Thy Neighbor. Y'all know what it is. Tyler Perry is the man. So stay tuned for that. But also, just really quickly, want to tell you we're thankful for the love and support that you give us on Apple Podcasts. And I want to read some of your reviews because they're just so beautiful. Okay? This is written by Dominique C. You guys are the best. And this review is long overdue. I can't tell you how much I love your show and how much I adore each of you individually and collectively. Thank you, girl. Each of you could even have your own podcast and I would listen to each one. But together, you guys are even better. True sisterhood. And she also goes on to say the interviews are all on point. I even shared an episode with my my friends and my own 68 year old mom who didn't even know what a podcast was until I sent an episode to her and walked her through how to download it on her phone. Keep doing what you're doing, guys. I, I'm here for it. Thank you, Dominique. Uh, Caps 13, she wrote Black Panther Ruth Carter, you are awesome, and your creations for the costumes to represent Wakanda forever are amazing. Florence, you are a fierce queen. Yes, girl. Entire show is the epitome of women empowerment. Thank you. And last, Ebby Free. You wrote, they are fantastic. The blend between the three is flawless. I'm an avid podcast listener who is loyal to my culture. And yes, girl, has been permanently added to my rotation. Thank you, Essence, for giving us this gift. Thank you, Ebby, for giving us what you have. So without further ado, Mr. Tyler Perry. Yeah, Out of respect, sure. we won't give you our our normal um, welcome. Uh, why? Why is that? Well, you know, just, you know, because it was, well, well, you know what it is, Tyler come, Perry. Okay, come on. Let's, we're interviewing let's, legends. Let's, let's give the normal <laughs> welcome. Come is, on, let's do, know, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's just go into it because before Black Panther broke number one, Tyler Perry's films. Films mm. over thirty-two. Oh, I counted. Is I don't know. Is that right? Really? Yeah. Wow. Right. And we're not even talking TV shows. <laughs> we're not talking the video sales, the theater sales. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, who's in the house? 
You Tyler say, motherfucking Perry. Oh, 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 let's go. That's Tyler motherfucking Perry. That's how we do. That's it. Okay. Let me get excited. I'm in. That's how you would say it with your girl. I'm in. I'm in. You know? Tyler motherfucking Perry. He has a new movie coming out. So. I love it. I love it. That's how I would say it. Right, Chris? Tyler motherfucking Perry got a new movie coming yes. out, too. Okay. That's Sorry. how I would say it. We going. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, good. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you all for having me. For sure. Thank you for coming. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, Essence loves you. Yes, always. Oh, friend always. to the brand. Yeah. 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 Cover star. Day many one. years, many years, many yeah, years, many years, yeah. I remember that cover. Yeah. Several. 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 There were th- several. Was it three? There was three. Yeah. 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 I know my history. And Courtney. we were there when you opened Tyler mm-hmm. Perry Studios. Yeah, you should see the new place. <sighs> oh, We've heard. God. We've heard what great things oh, have been happening God. there. It, yeah, it's incredible. The new place is incredible. It's uh it's incredible. I just I you know, just to see What's happening now, you know, looking at all of these people that, because, you know, for 10 years, I was the only one out there for a minute. There was no other person of color able to get anything done, anything, get anything made. And I was taking a lot of shots because I was the only one because people come running up, looking at my basket going, this ain't, this ain't, what's wrong with this Tyler Perry shit? That ain't representing me. So I had to deal with a lot of that. Right. But then, but now I'm looking at. Everybody get an opportunity. So the beauty in this is the people who love what I do can enjoy what I do, and I can love what I do, but I can also see Issa Rae, and I can see Donald Glover, and I can see all of these people who had never would have got a chance 10 years ago. I have been in these rooms screaming behind closed doors, guys, black people want to see ourselves. And now to see that happening... Man, I'm 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 Wakanda forever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had Lena Waif on the show a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and she talked about she called it a Black Renaissance that's mm-hmm. happening. We are experiencing in in the creative in the creative mm-hmm. circles mm-hmm. a Black Renaissance. Yeah, I'm worried about it though. I tell you, I'm worried about really? it because it has to be nurtured and 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 because what what this is great. Everybody's getting an opportunity, but a, a, a lot of these people who've who've had successes, I've called them up and said, "Listen, let's sit down, have a conversation. Let me tell you how to get to ownership, because that's the difference." That is what makes uh, that that what turns a wave into a tsunami that changes things. So I'm trying to teach as many who will listen, who will who are open to sitting down and learning about ownership. That is what what's put me in this position. That's why over nine thousand people have come through the gates at the studio, my studio, over this last year or so, because of ownership. So I saw something. Um, you did a quitter, a, a quitter. Excuse me. That's Twitter. A new, that's a new thing. That is a new thing. Yeah, that's a new thing. Uh, follow it. Uh, yeah. A Twitter Q and A where you talked about like enough people don't ask you about your path to uh, right. what is your path. So as a follow up to that, can you give us three things that people should do as far? Are you talking specifically about owning content? Yes, or? owning content, owning content. Yeah, but if, and and you you would think that more people would. I mean, you were, were championing, we're celebrating all these people who've done all this stuff, but nobody owns anything. Mm-hmm. And what that means is everybody's worked for high. Which is not good because you can be fired, and then the, all this brand and these stories that you've told and all that that you have created belong to someone else, who don't who does not look like you. Mm-hmm. So what I've been trying to teach is is that is ownership. And for me, I didn't come into the Hollywood system, so it's very difficult for somebody in the system to break out of it because they have been trained that this is how you do it. You go into a room, you pitch the meeting, they put the money up, you will, will go to work for them. Well, when I came in, I have had you know millions of black people standing. Beside, beside and behind and under and supporting me, a lot of black women mostly supporting me, putting me in such a financial position that when I when I walked into Hollywood, 
but I said I'm going to own my first film, and that's all. There's, that's flat out the, the only way, way it's going to be. But what I'm telling people is that when you're getting all this success, put some money aside to go create your own thing. It's okay to do what you're doing in, in that space, but put something aside that you create, that you own, that you hold on to, that you license to them and hold on to and make it become a part of your catalog. And then you're talking longer money, right? Because you want your you invested in yourself in yeah. the beginning. The money from the plays is what you use to put on the first film. Yeah, this is generational wealth. This yeah. is not just the mm-hmm. wealth for you. This is the wealth for your children and their children and their children and all of the people that they're hi- that they hire in the future. So yeah, this is the changing from just making a lot of money and and getting to be 70, 80 years old, wondering where your pension is, or having generational wealth where you live out your life never thinking about money again, and neither do your kids so that's what i'm trying to get us to get in this moment yes everybody's excited but but your stories are worth more than just selling them to someone else hold on to them own them so that's where i am so your it. son will be bidding against blue ivy that was pretty interesting that was pretty interesting bidding against a six-year-old but she was and listen every time somebody come out she's like oh i want that I was like, this kid, this kid, y'all got your hands full down there, B&J. I'm curious your thoughts about the inclusion writer. That's clearly something you've never needed. You've had so much diversity. I need a a non-inclusion writer because I I got too much inclusion. I got too much inclusion. You know, my thoughts about it, I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. I I, I have some reservations about it, and I'll tell you why. There are a lot of people in this business who who are not – who. Who, who need to be qualified. to, to, to I don't want somebody coming up to me saying, you've got to include this kind of person, that kind of person, this many people in, in the room because they're very difficult to find a lot of qualified people. What I've been doing down at the studio is training those people. So so in, in a year or two or three, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be more on board with that mm-hmm. because I know that there are more people of color who are trained in it. Listen, I, I'm telling you right now, I, I see so many people... Uh, uh, I've got listen. It's, it's Chocolate City down there, my studio, right? Three hundred so, acres, three hundred plus acres. Yeah, this is drop that. We need a, a field trip. Yeah, I guess for sure, for sure. We'll do podcasts from down there. Um, but but just having all these people down there working and people of color. What I'm realizing is that there's a lot of training because we've never been invited in. So I don't want people running in to come in and and not qualified and they're being included in these riders, but they're not ready. So the inclusion riders should come with training. We instead of saying I'll hire this person, this person, that person, just because you know they should be of the color, of their skin. I say it. It should say I will help train so that you can learn. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. You know, and a lot of your films and plays and content really are about empowered women and yeah. liberating women. Um, I think of Diary of a Mad Black Woman that many of us can quote, you know, that moment Her when man. she becomes, when she needs, she gets into the shoes that she's supposed to be in. Um, and now, you know, you're in Hollywood and the Me Too movement that's happening. I just want to know what your thoughts are, because a lot of women of color are saying we're not, they don't feel included in the Me Too uh, movement that's happening right now. Well, you know, when you start talking about Me Too, you're talking about it, equality you start talking about uh, there's listen a movement will start and then there's another movement for people of color that has to that has to happen because because a movement can start for one person and not necessarily be as powerful for for people of color so i think there's a there's going to have to be an, another movement of of equality and and uh pay we just it it is sh- shocking to me when i find out that what i'm paying 
uh, actors is is more than they've ever been paid in films, and they, mm-hmm. these people are Academy Award winning actors and actresses. So it's all, it's fascinating to me that this is happening. But I'm glad the change is coming. Mm-hmm. I'm glad the change is coming, and I'm hoping that the pe- that people of color, especially you know women of color, who are become be sometimes end up at the bottom of the totem pole, start to get their worth in in uh, film and 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 television. Well, speaking about women in film. Taraji P. Henson. Yes. Hey. Thank yes. you for giving us another film for her. Yeah. Third film together. Third. Yeah, I love yeah. working with Taraji. We work. We got a shorthand. Yeah, we work, <laughs> yeah, we work really well Yeah, I was watching a, an EPK with her, and she was saying how you guys, like, there's some things, directions you don't even, you don't even have to say to each other. You, I, are you blinking at her and saying, like... Yeah, she, I, we, she knows it, man. It just knows it. No, it's just like it's in the room. Like, when I wrote the script, I sent it to her. She's, she's shooting Empire at the same time. She's like, Tyler, I don't have time to do this. I was like, I can do it. I can do it really quick. I can do it in eight days. She's like, there's no way you could do that. Eight days? We shot, we shot in eight days, yeah. <laughs> You're and like Nollywood. You know how Nollywood is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, yeah, three yeah. days. Going to get it done. Going to get it done, yeah. <laughs> in and out. Yeah, yeah. But she, uh, but she said, yeah. She came in and she was, and because she was so ready, because she was so prepared. I mean, have you seen the film yet? We no. tried, but that my Wi-Fi at home. Okay. I'm just gonna once you y'all. see it, once you see it, you you'll know that it's it's her her performance in it is undeniable. It's incredible, and I'm really excited about it. So the yeah. trailer is yeah. giving me chills. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what I'm mad about yet, and I'm mad with her. I'm like, where are we going, Taraji? Yeah, but you don't <laughs> but know. It's a but twist, here's the thing, but though. It's a twist. It's a twist. Don't thriller, don't yeah. totally don't totally think that you have this all figured out, and this is the way it is. Because what happened what happened with this woman is, she built her life with this man, and she decided, you know what, this isn't working. I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm out. I'm out. And just when when she was about to, just as they departed, went their way, something changed. Mm. And her version of the story is very different from what other people's version are. You know how people have there's your version, my version, and the, and the r- truth. Real truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's about it's about her reality and her her not being able to come to grips with it. And I wrote this movie for all these people, and I, especially women. And I write a lot for women because I didn't realize this as growing up. When I, now as I look back at my body of work, I realized I was talking to my mother, mm-hmm. who endured a lot of abuse, who endured a lot, and I just wanted her to get it. I just wanted her to wake up, just be happy. Just you know, why are you with this dog of a man, and why are you why are you dealing with all of this stuff and I didn't realize subconsciously that's what a lot lot of the writing was coming from in my own catharsis so in this particular one my hope is that when people see it they go damn that's me I need to let this go I'm spending too much time in the past on what didn't happen and I can't even get to the good that God has for me because I'm so caught up in 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 what the past was so yeah. Especially, I want to thank you for doing that work when it comes to marriage yeah. and black couples. Yeah. So um, my couple circle and I, we do a retreat because of why did I get married? Is that right? Is we that go right? every a great year. Idea? It's using yeah. the islands. It's an important idea. Yeah. Yeah. And we force ourselves to do some work, yep. <laughs> yep. you know, while we're That's playing yeah. for those reasons. But I love how you've always, you've been unapologetic about tapping into the reality that you know, with black marriages, it's layered. There's, yeah. there's so much more to it. Right. And sometimes many of us don't know what right. a happy marriage right. looks like. We right. didn't grow up seeing yeah. that. Right. And we right. have to figure that out on our own. Which is hard. Very. Which is hard. And if, if nobody's giving you the tools or examples of what it looks like for us, because mm-hmm. it can look like if you're trying to compare it to someone else, then you're not going to get it. But for us, there's a whole another dynamic because there's so many layers of, of pain and struggle and hurt and heartache that we have had to come through and that our mothers and fathers had to come through that our generation is better. Hopefully our kids will be better. Mm-hmm. But that level of pain and, and dysfunction that they went through, that shit is hard, man. It's mm-hmm. hard to navigate. It's hard to figure out. 
you're out. And it's hard to get into a relationship with someone because usually you choose a broken person and you're both trying to figure it out. So, And it's sad you don't really get to figure it out until you're much older. When all of the, you know, when you're late 40s and 50s, when you start to like slow down and get things together in your head, then you go, okay, well, this is not as important as it was then. But yeah, it's tough. So that's what I'm trying to do with with this with this movie. And I appreciate you also showing men do the work. It was yeah. nice for my husband to see yeah. the black men just as invested as the women. Yeah. You know, there's always that sense that the women are like, we got to go to therapy. We need to do this. And the men are like, yeah. but it was real. I appreciate that. It's it's, it's hard for us, man. It's really, really hard for us because, because I, I I saw something shocking recently. Charlemagne the God was talking about when me on uh, me on Oprah talking about what I had yes. been through. He didn't realize the effect of what he had been through. And I have talked to a lot of black men, um, one in particular who who was two or three years old, and th- things were happening to him. And his brothers were older, and they were like, "What the hell are you crying for? Go in and do it." And so he thought it was normal for it to be in there with these girls and have these things happen to him. So here he is, you know, in his thirties, and and things are falling apart part his relationship with his women he just he can't figure out what's going on so when I started talking to him about it I started challenging him on it and asking him questions about that moment he said oh no that's just what we did we were kids that was just that nothing bad was wrong with that I'm like you're two or three but nothing no nothing's wrong with that so I had him look at a three-year-old I said look at this kid just watch him play and the innocence and it broke him and he just lost it in tears because he he, he couldn't even associate himself being that kid. So I think once as we as men start to put ourselves in the position, or, or like for me, having Aman, life-changing because he's a healer. Because I'm looking at things that I was going through at his age, I'm thinking, how could somebody do that to something so precious? Yeah. Which then go, comes back to me and, go, and makes me go, you're okay, man. You're okay. You're okay. You're so every time, cycle, yeah, yeah, breaking yeah. the cycle for sure. Mm-hmm. Am I talking too much? No, no, okay. no. I want to okay. know. Speaking of your son, what has because you got a long you? list. I want to make I sure know, I get I to your <laughs> list. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll, I'll start getting short answers. How has being a father changed how you approach your work? Because you, I mean, let me quickly some receipts. Okay. Right now, currently, you have on if loving you is wrong, mm-hmm. the having a have nots, the pains, and love thy neighbor. Mm-hmm. You're doing films. Yeah. Acrimony's coming out, and then I just was in a meeting about um, another film with someone else, and they just happened to mention you're about to play Colin Powell. Colin Powell, yeah. Colin Powell, yeah. I mean, but you're also a hands-on father. Like, mm-hmm. where's I need to know your schedule. You know, but because I shoot so fast, you know, I don't. I don't take like Colin Powell was only like two weeks of work. I don't take things that are longer than that. And we build. I build in breaks. I'll go really, really hard for three months, and then I'll build them in a month off. And then I take the summer off. Like I, I took off like six months, like last year, to just focus on okay, what what do I want to do and how I do it. You know, the have and have nots. Those episodes are shot in a day. You know, if you look at look at like Scandal. It takes seven, eight days to shoot an episode. For us, it's it's one day. So so I'm 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 prolific in that sense if I can move really, really fast. So, yeah, I, I need to be busy and I need to have a lot of things going. It's just how my brain works. How my brain works. What is your dream for Aman? Oh, my God, for him to be the best that he wants, all of that he wants to be, no matter what that is. I don't, I don't have a... a, a, a in my mind, what I would love for him, for me to say, here are the keys. There's the studio. Uh, look, I'll be somewhere smoking a joint on the island. You just go do, you go do this. I'm 80. Wait, can I join you? Yeah, right, right. right. I'm 80 years old now. You do your thing. But, but if that's not his dream, I just want whatever it is that he does to be special and amazing. him. I tell you this, we were on the beach uh, over the holidays. And we're walking up the beach, and he's behind me, and he's jumping up and down. I was annoyed because he's just jumping up and down. I'm like, kid, I'm just trying to get to the end of the beach. I said, what are you doing, man? He said, I'm walking in your footsteps, Papa. 
Yeah. Yeah, and that was my reaction. That was my reaction. That was my reaction. Thank God I have mascara. Yeah, that was my reaction. So so I so I um I I you know got down eye to eye and I said, listen, okay, how about we walk side by side? So we walked to the end of the beach and I said, see, Papa left his footprints and you left yours. So we both left our markers. Beautiful moment. Wow. Beautiful moment. You know, I always think um children are a mirror. Mm to us right so they hold up this mirror to us and there's so much that we learn from them mm. what what are you learning from him about yourself mm, that you know th- that it's easier now for me to understand the little boy that I was so there's as I say he was my healer there's so much healing going on because there's so much forgiveness of of, of my younger self because you know as a, as a man you hold growing up as a teenager you you'll be you you hold the kid responsible children have to have this ability to hold on to all the energy and the negativity in the relationships of their parents and they feel guilty for it so looking at him and his pureness and his innocence is allowing me to just forgive myself even more. So again, he's he's opening doors and, and helping heal and clean out things that I didn't even know were there for. So, yeah. So often when I see your name in headlines, when it's mm-hmm. not just about the film or the TV work, it's your philanthropy mm-hmm. or your random acts of kindness, which are truly incredible. Mm-hmm. And you don't always see someone who's as successful as you are, always reaching back and just, you know, acting with their heart first. Yeah. And you are very successful. How do you stay humble? And I know you probably get that a lot, but it's you know it's not easy for everyone not to get lost in the fame yeah, and the but, money. Yeah, but when you have a relationship with God and you truly know, listen, you have to truly know. I, what I'm ha- with the life that I'm experiencing right now is amazing. I wake up every day going, God, really, this is my life. Thank you. But I also know that there are people out there who are way more talented than I am, who are way smarter than I am, who are working way harder than I ever have who haven't had the opportunity. So I could have did all of this work and invested all of this stuff and took all these chances on myself. If God didn't say and bless it, then it wouldn't have happened. So for me, I know that it's not me. I know that all I can do is do the work because I have seen it, man. I've seen brilliant, brilliant people who deserve way more than they have. But for some reason, it fell on me. So I'm doing my best to try and honor it. So that's that's what keeps me grounded in it all. It's just like, he did it. He did it. So... At my house, at the mm. Allen & Murray house mm. in Maryland, we start off Thanksgiving by watching Medea Goes to Jail. The theater version. Mm. <laughs> Let That's me be clear. The theater version. It mm. is fucking hilarious. Yeah, the theater version. <laughs> the theater version, yeah. yeah. When y'all I think break, the theater versions are fr- funnier than any of the movies. They are. Yeah. And especially when yeah. you break. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I want to know, when did you discover you were funny? Because mm. you are funny. Very I you know what I, I if you give me a costume I can be funny I don't like I, I like I look at stand up comedians and I admire what they do I don't know if I could ever do that and I'm thinking about trying it but I don't know if I could ever be as good as they are with it but the first time I ever ever was on stage was playing Old Man Joe when I heard laughter in the audience I'm like oh okay but when I put that costume on as Medea man and I I was scared to death in Chicago scared to death because I never put it on through rehearsal I just the day of the show I put it on. Somebody didn't show up, and I went out there and had to extend the show even longer because this R&B hit singer didn't show up. <laughs> Where you at now, girl? <laughs> um, and I, I guess stepped out, uh, stepped, I stepped out there and I, and I did that. And when I got up and moved off the sofa and the audience was dying laughing, I'm like, what the hell are they laughing? And I realized that ass was behind me moving in any kind of way it wanted. So... So I kind of realized I had something there. I have to share that I, I go home to South Africa once a year, and each time I go home, I have to bring the season 
whatever of the haves and have nots everything but Medea every yeah. year they're like okay what what Tyler Perry do you have so it's, what it's, Tyler it's, Perry <laughs> Isn't that crazy? The DVD, because, you know, we're not yeah. streaming yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some parts yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's always the DVD. Like, yeah. you got to come home with the Tyler Perry DVD. Isn't that crazy, though? Still, <laughs> still after all these years. After all these years, people still it, They're classics. So, yeah. They really are. And yeah. it's just and so it's universal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Universal yeah. blackness. Yeah, that's, that's what right. I think makes it really um, interesting. Absolutely. That's right. When did you know that you had tapped into something? Like, I mean, I know you had the success with money, but when would you, that moment of like, wow, I really, this is is this, this is my thing. No, even before I had money, it was the first show that I did. You know, I thought 1,200 people would show up and 30 showed up. But out of that 30, somebody wanted to invest. And out of the 30, people were telling me how powerful it was, how it spoke to them, because it was about adult survivors of child abuse who were trying to learn how to forgive. And just from that 30 people, I knew I was on to something because it was it was resonating. And um, and then taking that larger and bigger and bigger and bigger. But, yeah, from the very, very early on, I knew that. Do you have any advice on how we invest in our dreams, like the actual investment? Because I mm-hmm. don't know that that's something, you know, it's just like, like this obscure we concept. We talking about that upstairs at work. Like, like we don't. I like, want to invest. Not none of us know how to right. invest in stocks. And that yeah. Is it thing? just saving and waiting till you get a certain, you know, like what it, well, How'd you get there? Well, what is the dream, though? Because you can mm. you invest in the dream a lot of ways. You invest in it. First of all, you have to identify what is it. And then you eat, sleep, and breathe it. Because I believe it starts in spirit first. It starts, it starts in your soul first. That's where it starts to manifest first. That's where it becomes life. And then, and then if it grows strong enough inside of you, that's when things start to line up and organize and come together. And because, because I believe that all things work together for the good. That's in the Bible. And I also believe that so is a man. Think it, so is he. That is in the Bible. So if you think these things and you know these things inside that's the first part of it and then you and then you do everything you can to make that work everything you can to make that work no no compromises and but but also when you find it have find out what is the what is the meaning of it what is the reason of it why why do you want to do it what is it for is it, is it just to get rich is it just for your own self gain or is it to help other people so i think the more you have a a uh, a gift and a uh, dream that is about uplifting and encouraging others, the more um, it's going to find roots that spread out to really help the foundation of it. So. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was... <laughs> Mr. Barry. <laughs> 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 I had to take it in. Wait, like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> when you Lord. said, what is the dream, I said, oh, wait, what is the dream? Yeah. 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 Does the dream change for you? Has nope. it, it still, still the same, still, still the same. Just to, the, it, 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 you know what happened is it, it grew tentacles because all I wanted to do was to tell stories about faith, family, forgiveness. And what has happened is they, it's all started growing out in different directions because I was, I was in theaters, you know, that were 1,200 seaters. Then we were in 10,000 seaters. Then we we're in arenas. Then I'm like, I can't put any more seats in these theaters, so I need to do something else. And I said, okay, let's go to television. Let's go to film. Let's go to all mediums. So let's go to streaming. So it, op- it, it opened up, but it's all the same nugget. That's why I tell people when you have a dream, don't don't try to water 20 things. If you got a gallon of water and you're trying to get one plant to grow, don't try to have a field of plants. Focus on that one. Save that water for that one and focus and focus and focus until it grows. And then it'll give you the offspring to be able to do all the other things. But y'all know those people who every week they got a new new dream. Yeah. Well, this yeah. week is going to be this. This week is going to be that. It's listen. hard to support them, too. Right. It's yeah. like, but I, but. You talking about a man? 
Okay, good. No, good. No, I'm just, I'm just no. checking with you. No, no, no. Just like a girlfriend who you always has a new project, and you're like, I really want to be there for you, and I want to support it you, but it's just, it changes too much. Yeah, so I can't keep up. That's, that's why you have to know, what is it? Yeah. What is it? What are we going after? And I'm going to stand with you and be with you in this dream. Until it wrestles you down. Listen, if it's for you, it's going to wrestle you down. It's going to kick your ass. It's going to fight you. It's going to challenge you. But if it's for you, man, I'm telling you, don't stop. Don't stop. Wow. I'm curious. You've worked with so many of our favorite leading mm-hmm. ladies in yeah. Hollywood. And a lot of them very earlier on in their careers. And they've That's gone right. on to be even more successful. Yeah. How does, you know, when you sit back and you see that, obviously there were moments where you saw things in them mm-hmm. that, you know, that mainstream Hollywood hadn't mm-hmm. even recognized yet. Mm-hmm. We always use Taraji as a great example. Like, we've been, we've loved Taraji yeah. since the beginning of time. But, you know, for a lot of people, Empire was the beginning of them getting to know her. And we right. were like. Where, where y'all been? Where, y'all yeah. late? Yeah. You know, so for you, you probably feel that way yeah. every day. Yeah, for all of them. I mean, I mean, come on. we can. Gabrielle. Gabrielle, Viola Davis. Sanaa. Uh, Sanaa. Uh, Tiffany Haddish was with me yes. before. Yeah, yeah. Just, we can go down the list. So I t- Whoopi Goldberg is joining us in this new movie, and she's like, I'm the only director she's, only, she's ever worked with twice that's called her back. I was like, what? So just oh, to, it, it feels really, really great, and it feels really, really powerful to have worked with all of these women. I mean, mm-hmm. Kerry Washington, Angela Bassett, Sofia Vergara, you know, even Idris, his first film. Yeah. Daddy's so little, Daddy's little yeah. hey, Can I give you a thank you for Lyric Bent? Lyric, uh, n- yes. Not enough yes. people give Lyric Bent. Yeah. L- yeah. Thank yeah. you. And, he, and this is, I hope this is the one that people really stop sleeping on him because mm-hmm. he's an incredible actor and leading man, leading man, good look, striking. He's so good with her, with Taraji. I'm like, this. Y- y- watch out for this guy, you know? Yeah. Even Tra- Trevante Rhodes, it was in Moonlight. That that kid, bef- you know, found him in a cafeteria um, at, at working on the lot at own and, you know, put him in If Loving You Is Wrong. So so I, I have an eye for it. I can totally mm-hmm. find it. And, and, and what people need is the shot and the chance and when you come to me it's the boot camp and I tell them all the time it's the boot camp it is the it is the thing that's going to get you ready for whatever you go on to do because you know uh, even now looking at um, Crystal Fox who is on who plays Hannah on the have and have nots she's just got a role in Big Little Lies so she's oh wow ooh, yeah, Major. yeah 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 so okay. so so excited for her and just yeah it's 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 pretty it's a, it's pretty incredible to be able to do that I do want to ask you just to circle back about, I just want to reiterate to the listener that Wakanda was filmed on the Tyler Perry lot. Because I don't know if enough people know that. No. It was in Atlanta and it was done down there. But also to get your thoughts, when you saw the final product, what did, what, like, just tell us. I got, I got to tell you, I was, uh, first of all, I, I, I wasn't even aware of Black Panther. I know that sounds really crazy, but I'm, I'm not a superhero guy. I'm not a Marvel, you know, Superman. I just, you know, I'm, it's just never been something that I've, subscribed to even when I was you know younger so I ran into Chadwick the night before at a restaurant and he was just as gracious and and uh princely or kingly or royal as he is in the movie, in the movie. and he's like we're shooting at your studio I'm like oh great man I, I didn't know because a lot of shows have shot there you know and uh and he said, come by the set and say hi. I said, so I, I show up on the set, and there's this huge blue screen and all this, this fighting scenes going on. I'm going, what the heck is this? <laughs> and then uh, my other folks told me, it's like, no, this is huge. Everybody's waiting for Black Panther. And, this, and, it's, and to have it be the very first thing that was ever filmed on the studio lot of a man that is an African-American on a studio lot that was established in 1885, 20 years after the abolishment of slavery, to have that be the start of the story man get out of here 
and talk about you made money while you were sleeping because you didn't even know. Literally, let's let's think about that. You didn't eat. Tyler Perry didn't what? know. He was like, "What's happening? Like, What's happening?" Yes. And it was, and the checks was coming. The pockets was going in. Marco was like, "Um, Mr. and Perry. okay, I think we need to title this episode Chills." Chills, chills, chills. This episode because chills. This is the fifth time. The motherfucker chills. Yes. yes. Hey, motherfucking generational wealth. Oh, yeah. Generational wealth. <laughs> Black marriage matters. We'll be going. Marriage. Black marriage matters. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, I got one more thing. What's the look? We can't get enough. What? What never gets old for you? A. Seeing your film on a billboard. B. Opening a film at number one. Hello, Boo. Boo, Medea. Or C. Changing Hollywood expectations. None of them get old for me. None <laughs> of them get old. And if I could say this about number one, I'm really trying to give Taraji a number one movie because because mm-hmm. here's what people need to understand about Acrimony and opening you know on the thirtieth here, is is she's she's hot on television. But having a number one film that she opens changes that number for her into a whole nother thing. So it's it's teaching them further why and how valuable we are. So so I'm working it hard. She's working it hard. And I, I just hope that the audience comes out there and give because the movie's slamming. Mm-hmm. It's slamming. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. You, I'm telling you. You and your girls. Oh. I'm telling you. What? I'm Cold Pink? You. I'm telling you. Cold Pink. That's our okay. girls' night thing. Cold Pink. We call it Cold Mother Pink. Cold Pink. Cold Pink. Oh, Joe in the house. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Y'all Thank stop. you. Thank stop. you. My pleasure. We appreciate My pleasure. you. Thank you. Guys. Thank, Thank you so much you. for having me. Thank you. Thanks to our guest, Tyler Perry. If you've enjoyed these conversations, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of Yes Girl, including our conversations with Regina Hall, Tiffany Haddish, and Lena Waithe. You can find these on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review while you're there. Thanks to our producer, Steven Silos, audio engineer, Chiquita Pascal. What up? And music by Gold Standard Creative. But last, again, Miss Patti LaBelle. Me, Charlie, and Yolanda, we'll see you next week. Bye.